Welcome to the Fearlessly Fulfilled podcast series with Sarah Elizabeth, where women come together to feel understood, inspired, and empowered to take action towards showing up as the very best version of themselves and living the life of their dreams. Hello, my loves. I'm Sarah Elizabeth, and you are listening to episode two in the Fearlessly Fulfilled podcast series. If you tuned in for last week's episode, my very first, I just want to say a huge thank you. Um, I've received so many messages of support and thanks and encouragement, and it just means the absolute world. So if you're tuning in again today, I just want to say a huge thanks. In a sense, this episode will be a bit of a roll-on from last week's episode. We're going to be discussing perfectionism and how we hold ourselves back, how you may be holding yourself back from your greatness uh, using perfectionism or having perfectionate tendencies. So to get the ball rolling, I'm going to reflect back to last week's episode. Now, in the past, as someone who has very, very much been, you know, very much a perfectionist, I would have listened to that recording of the podcast back. Uh, I would have listened to it back. I would have heard myself stumble on some words here and there. And I would have heard my daughter, Isla, who was, um, if you tuned in last week, she was playing in the background of the episode, having a wonderful time. Um, And there was some squealing going on. In the past, I would have played that back, listened to, heard her squealing, heard the stumbling over the words and just went, oh, no, this can't happen. Um, I need to you know, spend hours trying to figure out how to edit that out so it sounds really polished and I need to or I need to stop the recording and start again. You know, every time something went wrong or I stumbled, I'd stop, I'd start again. I would never have gotten anywhere because, I mean, nothing's, especially when you're recording like a 20 to 30-minute video, nothing's ever going to be perfect for that length of time. So, you know, but that's the habit I have been in in the past. I don't know if you're in a similar habit at the moment. There's an area that you are overly critical of yourself or where you're holding back, you know, even trying or making an effort because you're like, well, it's not going to be perfect or it's it's not going to be good enough. And I'm if I can't do it to that high standard, I'm not interested. Um, I know that's a trap I've fallen into so many times in the past. And you will find like if you are a perfectionist, this is Uh, apparent you know in every aspect of your life generally it's not just kind of one area these tendencies flow have a flow-on effect into every area of your life so I would have listened to that podcast last week and been like no I can't have that I need to like that needs to be polished that needs to be perfect like it doesn't even sound professional you know it it would have really bugged me I would have picked it to pieces for so long that I would have in a sense, almost paralyzed myself from taking any action. I wouldn't have posted it. I wouldn't have shared it with you all. It would have just sat on my computer. And, you know, as a result, I would have felt whether I was conscious of it or not, you know, deflated because I've tried to do something. I've told myself what I've done is not good enough. I haven't gotten, you know, um, ca- carried out the action I wanted to take. You know, I would have felt pretty deflated about that. So my challenge to myself uh, coming into you know, recording these podcasts for you guys was to overcome my judgment towards myself. 
which is essentially what, you know, being a perfectionist is all about is that judgment that you're putting on yourself. So that's been my challenge to myself. And in doing that, I've had to ask myself like some deeper questions. Um, So, you know, what do I've had to ask myself, what does it mean if what I show publicly isn't perfect? Like what meaning am I actually giving that? Because in a rational sense, in my mind, I know it means that I'm a damn human being and no one's perfect. Like I know that. But if I go deeper and I ask myself in my heart, like what does it mean if what I'm putting out there, the content I'm putting out there, the parts of myself I'm showing, if they're not coming across as perfect, what what does that actually mean? And, you know, from, from going deeper and deeper and, you know, and this is where coaching is such an amazing tool because this is the kind of shit that it uncovers, but it's like that underlying belief, if I'm not perfect, I'm not good enough. If I'm not perfect, I won't be loved. If I'm not perfect, I won't be accepted. If I'm not perfect, I won't be taken seriously. You know, and this is the stuff that no one likes to admit and that many of us aren't aware of, but essentially that's what it comes down to. So, if you do have those perfectionist tendencies, they're they're there to protect you. You have, you know, we only do things that we feel serve us. And to some extent, you feel that being a perfectionist serves you. Um, so it's protecting you from something. So for me, protecting me from being judged, from, from not being taken seriously. And that's the reality of being, you know, an overachiever, a perfectionist. It's never just about, the surface where, you know, well, I just don't think it's good enough. You know, it's never about that. It's about the underlying reason why you don't think that you are good enough, what you have to offer is good enough or what the consequences are if something isn't perfect. To share with you the result of me challenging myself and me putting that podcast out there, you know, my brain was still very aware like, oh, that's that's not perfect. But I was like, no, but it's real. Like, don't polish it. That's fine. And the result of that, of me doing that, is I have received so many messages from you guys like, oh, my God, I found that so helpful. I'm so inspired. Like, I could listen to you talk all day and, you know, all this this crazy stuff. And I'm so humbled, you know, it just means the world. But so I've essentially, like, if I had held myself back because it wasn't perfect, I wouldn't have reached any of you guys that have reached out to me to say how, you know, how helpful that you found that first episode a comment that I actually have received a, a, quite a few times is how much people loved hearing Isla squealing in the background, which I just thought was so uncanny because I was aware of it and was like, no, no, it's fine. Like that's that's real. It's, you know, it, it doesn't matter. So what I was actually self-conscious of or what I would have picked apart and held myself back for in the past is actually what has appealed and what has you know, what has uh, connected with a lot of you, which is just crazy. So, yeah, receiving these messages like, oh, my God, I love how you could hear Isla in the background. Like, that is so cool. It's so real. And I was just like, oh, okay. And it got me thinking, like, why why would that be? And and then I was thinking about the women that I look up to and I admire, um, you know, coaches, um, public figures, that kind of thing, um, mentors and, you know, people who do put out content and or, you know, guest speakers at events, that kind of thing. And the women that I always connect with and always look up to are the ones that are real. Like they're the ones that show the parts of themselves that 
you don't see on social media or you don't expect when you see this, you know, beautiful polished woman. And then they share the real parts of themselves with you and the parts that you can relate to and the parts that you no, oh, okay, well, that's not perfect. And that's what draws me to women. So I was like, okay, well, why am I trying to, why am I trying to essentially like iron this out of what I'm presenting if it's what I'm attracted to and what appeals to me when I'm, when I connect with someone else? Like, so that was a real light bulb moment for me. And I don't know if you, through me sharing this, are having your own light bulb moment or are just, even maybe this is the first time you've thought about whether or not you're a perfectionist and maybe you've, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I do have some tendencies there. You know, I really invite you to ask yourself, how is this serving me? So how is it serving you to be a perfectionist? How is it serving you to hold back until something's perfect? Because it will never be perfect. So the result is you're going to keep holding back forever. It's a vicious cycle. So I I would invite you to ask, how is this serving me? What is my belief behind it? So you might think, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to post this photo. Okay, here we go. You know, I'm sure someone can relate to this. I'm not going to post this photo on social media because there's this little bit of my hair or there's a bit of something out of place or there's something untidy in the background. I'm not going to post it. I love the photo. It's very dear to me, but I'm not going to post that photo. It's not about the damn photo. It's about the belief that you have underneath. So what, ask yourself, like, what is my belief behind? What am I scared of? What, what, am, what do I think I'm protecting myself from by holding this back? Is it you're protecting yourself like me from judgment? You Are you scared that you'll be, you know, you'll be judged, you'll be laughed at? You know, what, what are you trying to protect yourself from? The next question to ask yourself is what is it costing me to hold on to perfectionism? So it's easy to say, yeah, like I'm just holding back because I don't want to be judged. I don't want to be laughed at. But if you flip that and you ask yourself what it's costing you, that really gives it some more roots. Like it really just hones in on on the, well, the cost essentially, you know, that, that is what the question is, but it hones in on like what what the consequences are for you. So as an example, like say you you have a job that you don't enjoy, you want to leave but um, and, you know, go into this other role uh, which you have the opportunity to do so but you just feel like the circumstances aren't quite right, like they're not, they're not perfect. You know, you're going to have to take a bit of a pay cut for a while and that's not, you know, it's doable but it's not really ideal and you're just like, yeah, look, just no. You know, it's easy to say, well, yeah, I'm just doing it like I you know, it's just the safer, it's the better option for now. But to ask yourself, what is it actually costing you? Is it costing you your satisfaction in your job? Is it costing you the opportunity to step into a role that you're better suited and where you can flourish? And then what is what is not having those? Like what is the consequence of that? Is it that in 5, 10, 15 years you're, you're miserable? You're alone because you're so miserable. No one wants to be around you. Like this sounds very dramatic, but this is the flow on effect that these tiny everyday choices have for us. And we don't often get, like I spoke about last week, you're on the hamster wheel. We're so busy. We don't even often have time to stop and think. And so it never gets to escalate to that in our mind. For us, it stops at, I'm just not doing it because it's not, 
it's not right for right now. Or, you know, you say you are going to, you're invited to a social event, have an outfit planned, you race home from work, go to get changed, your outfit doesn't look like you thought it would. We've all been there, I know. Um, and then instead of just finding something, something else to wear and going with the flow and going, the perfectionist in you is just like, well, I don't look perfect now. And it's not what I pictured. I'm not going. And you cancel the plans. What does that cost you? Yes, it costs you a night out with, um, you know, might cost you out a, cost you a really great night out with your friends. But if we go deeper, it's costing you that connection that you could have, that you would have had with your friends. It's costing you the time out from your family. It's costing you so much more than just not going to the dinner because you don't look good enough. So perfectionism is, it's your brain tricking you. And this is the key. It is tricking you into believing that you are safe. If you don't take that action, if you don't put yourself out there, if you, it's your brain tricking you and saying, you're safe here. You're safe here if you don't do that. But in reality, we've just talked about all the consequences. You aren't fucking safe. The consequences of all those things are not safe. As a once-off, yes, maybe. You know, maybe they're not going to escalate to that point if it's just, you know, a once-off. But the thing is, when you have these perfectionist tendencies, like I said earlier, they flow into every aspect of your life. So chances are, like, you don't make choices made on perfectionist tendencies just as a once-off, like they're an everyday thing. They're a deep underlying belief, essentially that you aren't good enough. And as human beings, one of our biggest, biggest fears is if I'm not good enough, I won't be loved. And I know that's getting really deep, <laughs> but that is that is at the core. That is every human being's fear. So it's just breaking down those little barriers, those little, you know, like an onion, peeling off the layers because the stories we tell ourselves are never what they are on the surface. It's peeling back those layers, getting to the core truth, uncovering the underlying limiting belief, and then working on that so that you can set yourself free. The perfectionism is, yes, 100% your brain tricking you into thinking you are safe, tricking you into thinking you're not good enough. So you'll stay where you are and you will essentially feel safe. It's a trap. There's the saying like done is better than perfect. And you know why done is better than perfect? Because perfect does not exist. Nothing will ever be perfect. There will be no perfect circumstances. You know, you can work for hours and hours and hours on the most incredible project and or the most incredible meal. I don't know, like just wherever it's relevant in your life, you can put your heart and soul into something. And if you are someone who is a perfectionist, there will always be something to be critical of. So I invite you, if if this is resonating and you're like, yeah, I definitely do this, like where, where is an area where you can relate? If you take a minute and think of think of a some circumstances or a scenario where you have held back from what you have to offer this world or from a change you have to make because things aren't perfect, if you have done that, I want you to just to think of that moment and ask yourself, what am I scared of? What am I really scared of and what could it potentially cost me? When you are clear on that, I invite you to crack this wide open, take its power away over you and, and do something. In some way, let go of perfectionism and just step out and be like, yeah, this is me. I don't need to be perfect because I'm human. I'm me. I'm good enough. Plain and simple. I would, if this has resonated with you today, please reach out. I would love to go through this process with you, offer you some 
um, some support to um, to break through this yourself. So please reach out. I hope that it has been useful in some some way. The perfectionist in me is right now telling me, oh my God, Sarah, that was so jumbled. Like you can't release that. That was all over the show, but it doesn't need to be in order. That's, you know, that's another thing I'm really telling myself. It doesn't need to be in order because you will listen to this and you'll pick a part, you'll, you'll take away the parts that you need and that are going to serve you and mean something to you right now. The rest will just, you know, in one ear and out the other. You're not alone. <laughs> this is such a common thing. And, you know, if you if you want to let go of these things and live a better life, hell, not even a better life, like if you want to live the life of your freaking dreams, this is just the small steps that we need to take early on that are going to allow you to start moving because if you, like me, have these tendencies, they will paralyze you. They will keep you still. They'll keep you where they where you are. They will keep you thinking that you're safe when in fact what's out there for you if you break through this, crack it open, call it out, take its power away over you and just do the things that you want to do, that you were put here to do, life could be pretty damn incredible and you can feel so much lighter so much more empowered and so freaking fulfilled. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to receive support and inspiration on your journey to becoming and embracing your best self, I invite you to connect with me on Facebook at Sarah Elizabeth Coaching. Proximity is power and I would love to have you in my circle of ambitious women who are ready to take life to the next level. Until next time, stay grounded in your power.